What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. continue where we left off let's hear who we have at the table players and characters Han, will you begin hello i am hannah playing winnie guardian of the shared sky brennan i'm brennan playing brother arcos gerard priest of furia and rob i'm rob playing magnus vale master of day and night and i am amelia Som your jam, and you all awaken in the city of Rel. Uh, did Winnie stay the night at her sister's after dinner? No, I think they pushed it on her probably, but no, she wanted to be back when everyone woke up in the morning. And she also probably didn't like actually sleep too much because of the previous conversation that they the had. Guilt. Yeah, <laughs> the guilt. Yeah, uh-huh. yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, amidst the other, the many emotions that uh, are <laughs> swirling through Winnie's mind, probably constantly in the background, now pulled to the forefront. Yeah, for sure. Um, you all wake up and uh, find yourself in your respective rooms. Did any of you guys double up? If you did, you can be there with your bunk buddy. Uh. Magnus definitely, well, uh, Luf definitely got uh, a single room um, because Luf went to bed last night knowing that um, that was probably going to be his last night in control. So Magnus wakes up as himself. The spell that had transformed him has dissolved overnight um, and with a screaming headache wakes up um, and on his chest is the book of poetry um, and the uh, and a note that Luft had left Magnus recounting what had happened while he was away and uh, what they're going to do next. Sure enough. Um, so you all make your way downstairs of the hotel that you were uh, staying in. You're able to grab food and breakfast if you so choose and meet up to determine how you want to spend the day. Uh, Julian is not there. Is Craig around? Uh, Craig is. 
probably Good. was downstairs before the rest of you. <laughs> uh, I'm going to grab some pancakes, lament slightly. Um, and by slightly, I mean very much that they're not Winnie's, but still grab some pancakes because uh, the giant's got to eat. And uh, walk over to Craig and <laughs> between bites say, Good morning, Craig. Uh, how did you sleep? Um, I guess fine. Good, good to hear. Have you seen Julian around anywhere? Uh, yeah. Um, he said he was going to catch up with us, uh, later this morning, closer to lunch. Oh, um, what business does he have? Didn't say. I didn't ask. Fair enough. He's a mysterious one, that... That one... <clears throat> yes. Well, thank you. Um, I trust today is going to treat us well. I have a good feeling, don't you? Um... Sure. I, I guess. Excellent. Yes. like any other day. <clears throat> um, eat up. We'll, we'll need our strength and i'll mosey on down <laughs> just uh, kind of looks at you with just a weird sort slightly confused expression as uh, you walk away <laughs> fair enough argos you're so loud for this time in the morning my lungs are the size of your entire body what do you want me to do about that <sighs> breathe quieter it's the pollen. No, not really. <laughs> not really. I'm going to be kind of awkward. I'm from the forest. But more importantly, um, your apprentice seems to have wandered off again. Aye. Uh, as we've recently learned, he's quite good at wandering off to places that he's not supposed to. I think he's probably fine, though. God, my fucking head. What happened? Well, you probably bet no better than I do. I, um, was left a note in a book of poetry when I woke up this morning, but scan else I remember. Yeah, we're going to have to talk, Quince, a little bit later in the day. I know your head must be pounding and it's the early morning, but you would not believe what you missed. Yeah, I think around this time, Winnie comes out of <clears throat> her room to where breakfast is. <laughs> um... Magnus, good to have you back with us, finally. I... And she goes to make herself tea. Hey, Winnie. What's up? Is there coffee? Yeah, I can get you some somewhere. Um, Thank and you. <laughs> I think Winnie is just literally prepared for any situation, so she probably <laughs> has instant coffee in her bag. <laughs> you can also, you're like, there's fully a restaurant down here. You can get, there's like an espresso bar if you wanted okay, to. Okay, yeah, I'll make him like... A latte, yeah. like whatever flavor he likes. <laughs> I like it with pumpkin spice. Oh, that's a great flavor. She puts a few pumps of pumpkin spice. It's yeah, only you get, yeah, you get your certain PSL. times of the year, you know. <laughs> I don't crave it all the time, but when it's like available, I feel like I have to have it. When it hits, it hits. Let me tell you. I... Can I um, use my healing magic to um, to see if I can? ease the headache a bit on the poor lad yeah 
Awesome. Um, go ahead and uh, roll for that with your spell casting. Uh, I'm going to Benny that one. <laughs> okay. That is an 11. Yeah, with an 11, it, it's kind of like, you know how um, if you have a super bad hangover after like your first meal and if you drink like a gallon of water, it, it's not entirely better. But it feels like you got some liquid IV in your system, and it is you definitely feel more functional. Uh, I'm going to just get some holy healing light, then um, just just slightly <laughs> place it on. Yeah, you cast uh, Pedialyte. <laughs> just slam dunk it in his head. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hold still, hold still, Magnus. It's not the first time we've done this, <laughs> and just. <laughs> Yeah, that's the good stuff. Yeah, good old PD light. <laughs> ah, well, I feel awful, but um, I don't. Just, I'm sorry for whatever happened when I wasn't me. It's I didn't do it. Didn't mean that to happen. Whatever it was that I inevitably did. Is everybody alive? Everybody safe? Uh, yeah, everyone's alive. No, Luft was a mystery, but he was also a delight, so no need to worry about that. Aye. Okay. And I would the I honestly, I thought you were unhinged. My goodness. It was a little... Out there. Woo! You know what I mean? He just had his priorities in a little bit of a different pr- place than the rest of us. Aye. Well. I was going to say out of order, but different place, yes. Well, yeah, that doesn't entirely surprise me. But when you think about it, if you were eternally like 17 years old and immortalized in a magical field of a story, you would probably be a bit weird too. Oh god, that sounds like hell. I don't want to think about that. Aye. Uh, I am not sure I really want to think about it either, except I'm glad that it was him and not um, somebody else. Can't argue with that logic. Uh, although I must say, he <clears throat> it was a bit of a uh, Winnie. What would you call it when we stepped into that uh, thing? Oh well, that was quite a bit of an enigma. enigma I guess yes. it yeah. was a bit of a vibe check. If I'm honest, Jesus Christ! <laughs> what what are, uh, what exactly are we referring to? So. We made our way to the Library of Anemeros. That's what it's called, right? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> okay, perfect. In the House uh, of Sar. Yeah, we made our way to the, the House of Sar, and uh, we got some cryptic clues. And there was this, uh, you know, circular uh, kind of alignment type map thing on the ground that a few of us stepped into and it turns out that it's very personalized to whoever steps inside of it so some of us had a good time me and myself i had a good time but uh arcos can't say quite the same uh that had to be some of the worst five to top five minutes to three hours of my life and i couldn't tell you how long or short it was just that it was miserable it, was, it wasn't very long unfortunately well Magnus like sips his pumpkin spice latte and and like slowly puts it down and says, "I so we all went to the Pavilion of Wonder then, and 
It was a vibe. Okay, so that... <laughs> I do remember something. Awaken um, me. Yes. Do not stand at my grave and weep. Now that's a little bit of another cryptic message. I. I. Going to pin that later. We're going to feel that in a moment. Circling back. Yes, the Pavilion of Wonder, I imagine, was a bit of a vibe check. It sort of uh, realigns your soul, and as you can imagine, if you have a particularly turbulent soul because you've been mucking around with something that you shouldn't be, not naming any names, or... All right, all right, let's... It's way too early kind of crosses her arms like, all right, it sounds like I really did pass the vibe check. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to sort of snap you back into whatever alignment your soul's... um, resonating with so uh interpret that how you will i suppose but we learned something valuable from it yeah so your assistant who is missing this morning uh found a word a place a thing not a hundred percent sure on what it is, but we learned the word mausolea. Does that mean anything to you? I, I, I would assume Magnus doesn't know what the fuck that is. Nah. Okay. Yeah. Well, we have a direction to go in, um, at least. So you'll be happy to know with your well-being today that we will be making our way to the Twilight Wilds. Oh. Well, that's actually relatively good news. I'm not outright banned from anywhere in there, I don't think. No, not not under my jurisdiction, you're not. <laughs> it's always good to have friends in high places. Ah. Uh, okay. Well, that's good. I'm a bit shaken up, I think. You said Julian's missing. Is he missing, missing, or is he, like, missing in that we just haven't seen him for, like, a few hours? I just think we probably haven't seen him in a few hours. Um, okay, hold on. Um, Magnus is gonna pull out Alfalfa from his cloak. Mm-hmm. Hello, Alfie. Who's a good kitty? <laughs> I love him. <laughs> Magnus is just gonna take, like, a solid three minutes just cuddle with his cat after just, like, the emotional roller coaster of the past, like, couple days. Winnie is the personification of the, like, the, the uwu eyes with the tears in them. <laughs> okay, who's a good kitty? I know, it's been so long. I haven't been getting He, like, scrunches sleep. up to you and, like, rubs his head against your chest. Oh, who's a good baby? Who's a good baby? <clears throat> How did oh, we right. get live footage of me talking to my cat? <laughs> <laughs> Um, after a minute, uh, Magnus is going to, like, place Alfalfa on the table in front of him and says, <clears throat> Alfie, could you do me a favor and do a check-in on Julian and make sure he's still alive and all that? And, uh, you see Alfie jump into a shadow. Uh, well, we'll just wait for him to get back then. Yeah, I don't think we should split the group up whenever we're... Crossing between planes? Probably not the best idea. Aye, especially if our best planeswalker is on the other side of wherever we are. Best plane. 
James Walker. All right, okay, whatever. Close, <laughs> I... Excuse me, Winifred. I mean, I did that not title literally is Guardian of the Shared Sky. Like, that that does mean something, at least to me. Of course. I, I did not mean to give offense. I didn't realize just, there was a competition. With you. I think you're the best, Winnie. <clears throat> what that's worth. Thank you, Arcos. You're welcome. I appreciate that. Absolutely. You're gonna, like... You squint at Magnus for a second. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna be getting plain pancakes for a few weeks, that's for sure. <laughs> <clears throat> By the uh-huh. way, one other thing before we jump planes. Magnus, you're a bit of a prankster and much of a lunatic, but you definitely know more about books and knowledge than just about anybody I've ever met. Are you familiar with any sort of magic that can automatically censor a certain word? We have did a bit of an experiment whenever we wrote the word mausolea down, and it vanished. Nobody casting a spell that we saw around us. It's as if it was meant to disappear. It just happened on its own. Um, I... Do you want to roll for it? Sure. I would love to roll for it. I was just gonna I was just gonna bullshit, but yeah. Oh my god. Roll high, burn bennies, roll high, burn bennies. Uh am I rolling spell casting for this? Um Or are occult? Arcane? I think occult or, or yeah, occult would make sense. Occult's basically arcane. Yes. It's just magical research. Hmm, I'm gonna spend a Benny to re-roll that. Okay, I like that much better. Okay, oh, I got a 6, so that's going to explode. So it's gonna be... 14. Okay. With a 14, you would understand a few things. One, that this is a an incredibly pure strain of contractual magic. Um... <laughs> In that it is, uh, and did you guys save the paper that you wrote the words on? Yes. Um, it, oh, okay. I wasn't sure who wrote it, so. I mean, and, Luft, uh, Luft wrote it. I think he would kept it with Magnus' yeah. Yeah. Like notes and stuff. Um, yeah, and as you look at this paper, uh, you you see the same thing, which is uh, nothing. I think you guys wrote a sentence, right? Uh, I am Mausolea. Yeah, I think something like that. I should probably remember that. Yeah. You see, I am no Mazalaya. And uh, maybe the whole thing. I don't remember. Whatever I said, how much of it disappeared. That's not super particularly relevant right now. It's not important (laughs) to the story. Don't focus on it. Uh, But you don't see it. Uh, So you would not you would know a that this is a someone would have to be very skilled in one of the more slash most niche studies of magic um, and uh, to do something at this scale. It's one thing if I were to go into a library and enchant a singular book, um, it would, you know, I would take time, take effort, take, you know, magical power, whatever, what have you. It is unlikely that someone went into every single book and every single individual paper and cast a spell on it, right? So someone would have had to cast this over an area. Now, you could probably try walking around any given radius to see if this spell 
is, you know, covering a certain area, I would say you would have a pretty good inkling given the fact that it was so powerful in a place that's already filled with such intense divine magic and the head librarian was unable... Like, you think that if it was that simple, the head librarian would have also thought, gee, maybe if I move somewhere else, I can figure it out. Maybe she did. Maybe she teleported somewhere. All this to say, the ability to just erase a word from written existence at all is such that every time it is uttered or written down, it disappears... And not only that, but to erase all of the knowledge around those words and that sort of memory thing uh, that Lilith mentioned about not being able to quite recall soon after putting down a book what relevant information was in there. Um, You also think it's likely, it's unknown how long this has been going on because people could have likely read these entire tomes and not even noticed the part that was missing due to the magic properties. Um, so while you have heard of like the concept of illusory script or of modifying a part of someone's memory or of enchanting a book or something to hide information, the level and scope of this is not something you would you would not something you would be able to do, not something you would know of anyone who didn't exist just in legend being able to do, if that makes sense. Yes, that makes perfect sense to me and Magnus. <clears throat> to answer your question, Argos, uh, I haven't heard of somebody doing magic like this because this is, um, as far as I understand, a completely unique way to use magic. The best way I can describe how strange this sort of spell is is by explaining a very easy spell. Say, when I cast fire, all I'm really doing is combining the air around me with energy, and forcing a chemical reaction with some magical words. But what I'm really doing is having mastery over the elements around me. To have that level of mastery, to cast a spell that erases not only a word, but a concept of a word, from conceivably the whole planet, you would have to have a complete mastery over the world and the concept it represents itself, which is a godlike level of magical might, and besides just magical might, years, centuries of careful planning and manipulation of not just magic, but the flow of information itself. So, in other words... That's a damn good lead, boys. Well done. We're on the right track. I must say, I understood that pretty well. Legendary wizard you might be. Perhaps your true calling is as a teacher. Uh, <clears throat> I... Sorry. Don't know what I... to say about that. Thank you, I think. Sorry if I struck a nerve. No, it's okay. Recent experiences have been making me dwell on fate a bit. But that's a campfire conversation if I've ever heard one. So we'll put that on the pinboard as well. Right, so our kind of path of thought regarding all this is that it's being erased whenever... 
it's being written down, but obviously it's not being actively erased from our memories, right? So we figured we need to go to the oldest person we can find that has lasted from previous uh, epochs, and we figured the best place to start would be in the Fey Realm. So that is where we are headed. Ah, that's a good idea. And would you be knowing anybody that fits the description of a 2,000-plus-year-old fae? Myself, I do not, but fortunately, my mother-in-law is someone who might. So we are going to go pay her a visit. Ah. Scale of 1 to 10, how are the terms with you and your mother-in-law? Uh, we get along just fine. Awesome. There will be no worries there. I, I love my in-laws. Lucky you, mine still haunts me. <laughs> uh, any word from Alfalfa? Yeah, as this conversation comes to a wrap, um, you, uh, yeah, Alfalfa pops back in through a shadow under behind one of your mugs of coffee and uh, sort of jumps up into your arms. And kind of crawls up on your shoulder, kind of resting with its head next to your neck, uh, kind of strung around the back. And uh, you get images of uh, Julian uh, talking to um, two middle-aged women in a house eating breakfast. It's very, very well-decorated house. Nicer part of town, probably. Uh, and you can, you get another image of Julian looking at Alfalfa, and you now notice the vantage point that, uh, I think because you told Alfalfa to check on Julian, you didn't actively say that it was, like, supposed to be stealthy. Alfalfa didn't think that it needed to be because Julian's a buddy. And so uh, you uh, you also get kind of like a freeze frame, you know, of every few seconds of Alfalfa getting closer to Julian and then getting scritches. Oh. Um, and then uh, you hear Julian's voice in Alfalfa's ears saying, Tom uh, will be back soon. tell him I'll be back soon? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's a good lad. Um, yeah, alright, well, Magnus is content with that. I'm, I think Magnus is, like, vaguely interested in, like, why is he hanging out with two older women? Like, what could that possibly be? And I'm like, well, I don't know. It's not him. The ladies love him. <laughs> the ladies love him. He's like, I don't know, maybe he knew them at some point. Like, I guess there's a lot about Julian's life that he hasn't really told me about. Like, it's possible. Yeah, they're probably, them. like, uh, like, roughly twice Julian's age. Maybe a little bit more. Like, they're closer to your age. Maybe yeah, a little older really. than you. Well. Magnus is, like, dimly curious about that, but is more so just like, eh, good. Not nil. Solid yeah. old lady's house, well decorated. Like 
Yeah. yeah, they they seem to be feeding Julian breakfast, like not like feeding <laughs> him literally, but like they've made a bunch of food and they, they seem genuinely excited to see him. Oh, that's nice. I wonder if he like delivered newspapers for them at some point or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm Probably. sure that's what it is. Yeah, yeah Betty did them a favor or something. I don't know. Um, so yeah, as you get that, Magnus, um, you, uh, what are, where are you all heading now? What are you doing in this interim? Oh, uh, sorry. Um, once you guys kind of finish your conversation, uh, Craig comes up and asks, is it okay if I just kind of wander the city by myself for a while? It seems like we're not leaving till the afternoon. Fine with me. Well, you hardly need our permission. Do you need any, like, recommendations for food or uh, sites or? No, I think I just want to, I think I just want to, you know, walk around. All right. Help yourself. It's practically, like, your place of power, after all. What does that mean? Oh, sorry. I guess I was assuming that. Well, the thing is, is that you're sort of like a Nemorosa's guy, right? And you came all this oh. way. Yeah. Some. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. And uh, they just sort of leave. Pensive. I don't think I've had an interaction with that kid. That wasn't bloody awkward. <laughs> it is Tuesday. He is not a socially adept person. He's a little quiet. He'll come around, I'm sure. It's better like, than he was think, when we first found him. You got to think having that. a uh yeah, I mean, he's a lot less of an ass, but I That's just a time thing. Well, so I uh, I mean Yeah, and I mean, weren't you all sort of murdering all of his friends when you met? I I mean, it was war. It's not like it's a it level. was well, it's a br- it was a brawl camp. I mean, I, I I get that. I'm not saying that you shouldn't have. I'm just saying, it still hurts. Yeah. No, that's a fair point. I almost slayed my own brother during that battle. Speaking of which, where is my brother? Uh, as you uh, say that, he it comes down from uh, his room. He was up late reading. Um. It. Would Magnus, like, know that he was up late reading? Is there anything to, like... You can tell because he's still reading. (laughs) He's reading a book as he's coming down the stairs. Uh, He looks at you, uh, and you can see this sort of feeling of happiness and relief. Hey there, brother. What you doing there? You turned into a bookworm on me when I was gone. I've always liked books, just never really had a lot. Aye, they're a wonderful thing to have. I spend more than my fair share of hours looking at, well, all sorts of shite in those things. What's yeah, piqued I your remember interest? the books you used to read. Not a they lot were... of words in them. Yeah. Yeah, and you read enough of them and they all sort of start looking the same on paper. You, um... You're looking back to yourself again? Aye, in more ways than one. Luf left me a bit of an account of what we were up to. 
I understand he may have caused a bit of alarm. Just want you to be safe. Aye. Are you okay, Magnus? No. I don't think, um, I don't think a lot of us are, but I think my affliction is a bit, um, unique to me. Do I hear this conversation? That's a good question. Sorry. I, I, I would think so. <laughs> um, I mean, they're not like yelling it, but uh, Winnie's pretty perceptive and there's, right. I mean, there's people here eating and stuff, but. Um, yeah, I think Magnus is going to like look around a little bit and say. Um, In the long view, I think I have what amounts to a sort of terminal illness. But I don't really know much about it or what exactly is going to happen. But I don't think it's going to kill me overnight. But at the same time, I don't think that um, it's anything to sniff at either. And so I'm sort of thinking about ways around it. I can get around it at this point. Um, when he pulls up a chair to the two of you, um, you know, I don't think you're alone in that feeling, Magnus. I have also been feeling a little bit more off than usual. I don't shoot as straight. I don't, I don't feel as connected. I'm going to walk up and um, probably not sit down. Sitting down is always awkward when you're like nine feet tall. But I'm going <laughs> to stand and cross my arms and say, I, Your troubles bring me no joy, but I'm a little relieved that I'm not the only one either. It's, my power has been fading. My god feels a little more distant outside of that direct interaction in the crypt. Can't heal quite as well. My beams of light aren't quite as bright. We've, um... The way I see it, we've all sort of crested a hill in terms of our, uh divine or otherwise inspired feats of heroism. Which is not to say that we're not still excellent badasses capable of doing superhuman nonsense, it's just that... I mean, hell, we've uh, gone through a lot and we're sort of up against enemies that defy normal smiting. I... I sort of imagine it like we're... Inside of us is sort of a tide of magic, and life, and energy, if you want to think of it that way. At some point in our life, the tide inside us swelled to as high a point as it would ever reach again and crashed like a wave. And at some point, all that energy has to recede out again into the ocean of the void. I think that's the nature of our... ailment, shall we say. But the thing that's bothering me is that this kind of started when we were coming down from Frular. 
I don't want to just pin it on time and life and nature just yet. I've been meaning to tell you this for a while now, Magnus. I think the trips you all are going on are a bit above my capabilities. And you've all shown me some amazing things. And I'm grateful for that. And if you're as sick as you say you are, I don't want to take that lightly. But when we were down there in the, the crypt. I asked the question. I asked why. It told me to find out. I was hearing all of you talk. I wonder if this is what I'm supposed to be helping you with. I was never quite as good with books as you, Magnus. But this is something affecting you and you aren't sure. It's origin. Perhaps I could stay behind here and try and figure out what I can. Uh, I don't want to make this your problem, Aaron, but I agree with you that I. There's no use in you getting killed in the Fae Plains or in. A mile under the earth in a crypt or someplace else suitably spooky. Yeah, Magnus, uh, you're several decades late from not being my problem. Uh, that's the thing, though. I'm sort of always everyone's problem. All right, all right. Well, <clears throat> sure. I, I sort of like that you are relishing the opportunity to read a bit, learn more about the world. I don't know. Makes me... Makes me excited to see what you find out. Um, clues. Um... Gods are often fond of contractual magic. I bet my apprentices could help you point you in the direction of some tomes that could discuss the topic, give you some ideas. I think whatever is afflicting us has got to be something relatively complex and powerful, if it's from a godly source at all, as Winnie suggests. So maybe starting in that realm might be a good place to start. Right. And Winnie, if you say, if it's, a, if it's connected to whatever happened on Vular, then that means it has to do with Browd, and Browd I do know. So perhaps, perhaps I can be of help there. It's just a hunch. It's better than nothing. We make millions off of hunches and nothing. That's our bread and butter. I believe that we can find something useful. So, um, will you be staying here then? Or do you need me to give you a lift back to the tower? No, I think I think here for now. If um that changes, uh well I guess I'll wait for you to come back or try and figure something out. 
Um, okay. Well, I guess once we leave, that'll be goodbye for a little while. At least until we get back from the Fair Plains. Right. Um, Magnus, I think, like, awkwardly extends his, like, hand to his brother. Right. Um, and he awkwardly, uh, kind of shakes it. Um, and then I think he, like, pulls him into, like, a more sort of, like, masculine half-bro hug sort of deal. Yeah, you do that, but Huron gives you a full-on hug hug. Oh. And there's like some little tears up in his eyes. They don't like fall oh. down, but they gather. Whoa, hey. Okay. I love you too, baby brother. I Seriously though, don't worry about me too much. I've been on the brink of death since I was a teenager, and nothing's gonna put me in the grave too early, I promise ya. Oh. I'll hold you to that. Sure. Also, why the fuck does my hand hurt so bad? <coughs> Magnus, like, looks down to, like, the bandage across his palm. Oh, right. Oh, oh right. Check out the library I forgot. <laughs> yeah, Winnie, I, I don't suppose you saw anything about that. Hmm. Checked out a library book. Did that mad bitch of a librarian stab me? Hey, the Lilith actually, is a nice gal. And the other you really yeah, I liked her. I wouldn't call her a bitch, Magnus. She's very... I don't know. I will not tolerate any Lilith slander in this group okay. of people. Okay, I, I, me. give me the one slander for her stabbing me. Oh, yeah. you're not no, special. Not she even does that. that for everybody. She did a little I, bit of blood magic. It's just and, uh, business. <laughs> it's more of a slice than a stab, really. I was thinking a cut, personally. Aye, <sighs> she's feisty. Mortalia always sort of got a bit um, weird around her. I'm not really sure why. So I sort of, in solidarity, had a bit of an attitude. <coughs> yeah. Weird. Did she say when the book was due back, by any chance? Uh, Luke declined that, to tell me. She said that you would know. Aye, or that's that probably... She's got your blood, so, like, I'm sure, like... You'll figure it out, I'm sure. Magnus sort of, like, rolls his eyes and, like, <laughs> gestures with his palms up, like, Well, presumably before I die, then, I'll return the book, and she'll just have to live with that. And I we'll hope so. that she doesn't come after you in death. Well, she's gonna have to get in line when it comes to crazy women haunting me. <laughs> uh, and with that... Um, just going to sort of fast travel. Is there anything you all want to do before meeting up? Uh, um, I would most definitely like to um, just on your way to do, to go to the thing, to travel to the place. I'd like to whisper down to um, Magnus and just say, the um, thing we've discussed about what I should stop doing I don't know if now's the right time. I think I might delay it. But I am due for a visit sometime. I think I'm going to break things off. Well, best to be about it than to talk about it then. I... Do you think it's really the right time, though? 
No, Arcos, the right time was like the third time you saw her, but this will have to be the second best time. Sometimes a man cannot argue with that logic. I... It's being human or mortal or however you want to slice it that makes life worth living, and that means making some mistakes and having friends that'll help you get you out of them. Whenever you're ready for that fireside chat, I'd like to talk to you, by the way. I mentioned you're a good teacher, and you did start a school. I thought it would be a compliment to you. I don't take it personally. I'm in an emotionally raw state since I had an accidental transformation. And... The only reason I bristled is because I would like to have been a better teacher. Been more of a teacher, actually, and spend less of my time being a delinquent. Doing something more useful, but now that I'm facing down the long and dark, I sort of think that maybe my fate was never going to lead me that way anyway. That I was sort of, not predestined, but destined in a sort of way to turn out the way I did, and now I wonder maybe if I had made better choices I wouldn't have. My friend. <laughs> I'm just going to pat him on the shoulder and say, perhaps another time is best indeed. I'm sorry for bristling as I did earlier. I'm not <laughs> offended at you, Arcos. Thanks for being my friend. <laughs> it's a pleasure and an honor. Down the road and back again. <laughs> um, I think while they're having that heart to heart, Winnie just kind of moseys on out of the picture. Lay, you just kind of drop back behind and just. <laughs> I think she maybe gives a look to her in as she leaves, like, like I'll be back. Yeah, yeah. he nods because her in school. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm gonna go see my family again. Because my son should hopefully be awake. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's the middle of the day by this point. Mm -hmm. um, Before I get there, can I pick up, like, a snack of some yeah. sort to bring? You're going to bring some sweets? Yes. Yes, I am. Make sure to get that get gallon of milk you left for a few years ago. <laughs> uh, yeah, you, uh, you were able to go to this pastry shop and you get uh, what you know to be at least the last time you visited his favorites. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, okay. <laughs> and you head back to your sister's house. And I do my secret little knock again. And uh door opens and before Eleanor can say anything, you feel a pair of arms wrap around your waist and uh, a voice say, Mommy! And Hi, runs up to you. <laughs> she automatically just falls to the ground and gives him a huge fucking bear hug. Yeah. Uh, you're back! I am. I'm here to visit. Just real quick. Are you gonna stay? I can't today, baby. I'm so sorry. I brought you a gift, though, and she has a, this pink box of whatever pastries and sweets. Yes. 
and uh, he uh, he he dives in, goes straight for the the chocolate double chocolate one that you thought he was gonna like the most, and mm-hmm. he does. Uh, he starts eating, and he says, "How long are you gonna be here?" Well, oh my gosh, okay, come with me, and he uh, starts. <laughs> pulling you, uh, pulls you up to his, uh, bedroom, and, uh, you can see he has little tears in his eyes, he's so happy to see you, and, uh, he, he takes you upstairs, and just starts kind of putting all these toys in your hand, and you can see there's this little action figure of an archer, and a tiny little wooden bow set, like, you know, like, with big kind of dummy arrows in the corner and and he just starts like gushing about all the things he likes and he's like can you tell me about your adventures everyone's saying you saved the world did you save the world mommy i am saving the world baby i promise and i'm doing it just for you can i come no 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 i've I'm been so- practicing i've been practicing i know i know you've been and practicing i can tell you i'm so good i i i believe you are so good you're gonna be even better someday and maybe someday when you're older you can come with mama on her adventures okay you promise i promise when you're older when you're of age how old 18 (laughs) okay 18 okay but i i love all these toys these look so nice did aunt ellie get all these for you yeah Aunt Ellie did, and Aunt Tosh got these, and, um, well, sometimes some of the other moms gave me toys, and, uh, and so this one, and this one is, uh, from Jariah, and, well, well, Jariah gave me this one because I had, uh, a teddy bear, and Jariah wanted the teddy, and I didn't really like the teddy, uh tosh got me the teddy and it just wasn't i don't know it was like a really really like a really really light brown and i like the dark brown ones and and so i gave jariah the teddy and then she gave me this rhinoceros and it's blue oh i love a blue rhinoceros that's so that is so fierce yeah and powerful well Baby, I have to get going back to my to my group so we can go save the world some more. You're, you're going right now? I have to. I can't be gone for long, baby. But, I'm but, sorry. But do you want to... Can we have lunch? Okay, Avi, I, I will stay for lunch. If, if, yeah. if Aunt Ellie and Tosh are okay with that, why don't you go ask them? Okay. Um, and... Uh, Avi says, Aunt Ellie, can Mama stay for lunch? And Aunt Ellie's like, of course. <laughs> um, and uh, they get to cooking. Um, Avi, where's where's Truffy? Oh, uh, and uh, Avi takes you out to the backyard, and there's like a little subsistence garden, and Tosh is actually out there picking some stuff for lunch. Um, and you can see that they're buried, like, halfway, just a little mushroom cap sticking out is Truffy, <laughs> who's sleeping in the dirt oh, <laughs> in the garden. Oh, Fucking just, cute. He's just a little guy. He's, he's just a little perfect. mushroom boy. He's just a he's little guy. He's taking a nap. Okay, we won't bother him. I, 
I'll say hi another time to Truffy. And then you hear it. Oh, and it's Truffy waking up. (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry, Truffy. Did we wake you up? I'm sorry. And uh, it's like bouncing around. I'm happy to see you. I give him a little pat on the head because I've never really known how to interact with this creature. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's nice to see you too, Truffy. Um, Yeah, but uh, you... um, you're able to have lunch, and then after, Avi asks if you can just stay a little bit longer. Like after lunch, he's asking me that? Yeah, you guys have lunch. Uh, yeah, you have lunch. Uh, you talk. Avi tells you about school and asks you a million questions about Magnus and Arcos and the tower and all of these things that he's heard about and read about or had read to him in your letters. Um, um, during and- that conversation... I guess we can just play this out, but um, <clears throat> yeah, the tower is so magnificent, Avi. I I promise I will take you there someday. <gasps> really? Can I go to the spa? <laughs> it, it, I, wait, that's a, that's a hell spa, isn't it? Maybe not. <laughs> it's only powered by the souls of the damned. It doesn't actually like. Magnus' voice echoes in your head. (laughs) (laughs) Um, For only $9.99, you get the demon-proof lotion. Can't be more expensive than what I... I mean, they don't have phones here, but if they did, (laughs) it's like the little kids' apps where Uh they keep making the purchases. (laughs) Um, I'll have to see if that's safe for uh, boys your age, but we'll, we'll see it for sure. Maybe not take a like a full visit but i'll let you see it as soon as once everything dies down baby okay as soon as i can promise promise and she gives him a little kiss on the forehead do you have to go now i do baby magnus and and arcos crying oh fuck he says but I don't want you to go. I don't want to go either, baby. I, it's gonna I want to be... come with you. <sighs> she takes a deep breath. Um, I know, baby. He's just full on crying. I wish I could be here more with you. I wish I could spend so much more time with you and, and Ellie and Tosh. But I... Mommy have to, has to save the world. All right? It's not saved yet, and I have to make sure you're safe. He's still just crying. I kind of look... I'm sure Ellie's watching this, yeah? I kind of yeah. look to her for some help here. Yeah, Ellie kind of kneels down says, Hey, hey, Avi. I know. I know. I know it's going to be hard, but you know what? You know what we're going to do? We're going to make sure everything right here and right safe and sound so when your mama comes back, she can come home and take a nice long nap. And then you too, you can go and show her all your favorite parts of the city, and then she can show you that magical wizard tower. And I promise you, we're going to write her as, as we're going to write a letter to her every day. 
you're not even going to notice how quick the time flies. Okay? And he's, like, crying, and he's sort of, like, you know, that thing when kids are calming down where they're still, like, kind of Mm -hmm. dry heaving a little bit, but... Yeah. Yeah. He's, like, trying to calm himself down. And, And Avi says, it's not fair. I know it's not fair, baby. Eleanor says, and Eleanor says the same thing about the same time. I know, honey. Um, and she picks him up off the ground, and he's just sort of like wiping his face and I, nuzzling into her. I grab another double chocolate croissant and give it to him. <laughs> kind of takes it and throws it. He's having a bit of a temper tantrum right now. <laughs> well, shit. <laughs> Mm. Cannot bribe the child. <laughs> Listen, we're gonna have so much fun whenever I get back. You just have to be so patient, okay? We're gonna go see Magnus's Tower. We're gonna go see Arcos. We're gonna go see the spa. And we're gonna go have adventures. But I need you to be okay. strong for me, okay? I need a strong adventuring boy. And she kind of, she puts her hand on his hair, which is a very light, um, but bright lavender color. And she looks into his eyes, which she inherited, or he inherited from his mother, which are a a bright pink color, his irises. Okay. I'll be back soon, I promise. Okay? I'll write you so many letters. And I'm going to have so much more stories to tell you. You like my stories, don't you? Yeah. Well, I'm going to go get you some more. All right? And she gives him another kiss on the forehead. Yeah. Uh, and he kisses you on the cheek. <laughs> um, I'll see you soon. And then I think she takes... Her leave. She leaves the the box of pastries, of course, for them. And um, unless Ellie or Tosh or anyone wants to say anything else before she leaves. I know. I think Ellie is probably just comforting Avi and Tosh probably is the one who sees you out to the door. Yeah. Um, So when as the door closes behind her, she just kind of takes another deep breath. She didn't want Avi to see her cry, but she kind of just lets it out, kind of leans back against the door, just calming herself before she has to go back to everybody else. And um, when she has sort of emotional moments like this, she it's probably when she misses envy her wife the most because she is she was always very good at being diplomatic at talking at keeping people calm and Winnie was just not as much of the talking type so she um fumbles with her necklace which I don't think I've described before um her necklace is both her and her wife's wedding rings Um, interlocked together and one of them is a 
bright pink color. The gem on it is a bright pink color and the other has a silvery, um, more sparkling gem on it. And if you were to look really closely, the silvery gem very much matches the color of Winnie's eyes. Um, and she just kind of fumbles around with it. She often does whenever she's anxious and just takes that and continues forward. So you find your way back to the group. Um, I assume, let's say you're meeting just right inside the gates of the city as you head back. Uh, and a little before, uh, actually a little after Winnie shows up, maybe about 10 minutes, uh, Julian walks up and then, uh, before or after that, then Craig manages to come as well. Magnus sort of doesn't know who to like look pensively at <laughs> first as he sees his three friends who have been mysteriously wandering off. I mean, they they come out. I would say Winnie shows up first. Julian probably shows up ten minutes after Winnie, and then Craig shows up about twenty minutes after Julian. <laughs> yeah, and they've probably that. been gone for like at least forty five minutes. <laughs> Like Winnie was, I would say. Just, so just, just do one, math from there. Just what a scene. It's just one by one. Magnus tapping his foot. Arcos being like, so. I'm sure Arcos the whole time was just telling Magnus how good of a friend he is and how much he enjoys his friendship and how good of friends they are. Um, I think you come back to Magnus or to to Arcos and I playing just like beer pong. Honestly, like I just. <laughs> Just conjured up some cups. <laughs> uh, conjured, I feel like conjured cup beer pong is like a is a is a classic. Oh, it's <laughs> totally rigged because it's all my magic, so I'm just hitting it every Wait, time. What's, what's wrong with telling Magnus he's my friend? What's wrong with that? <laughs> just, you do it a lot. <laughs> um, oh, I'm so good at this game. Can I give it a try? And she just kind of plucks a, a ping ping pong ball. Yeah, <laughs> whatever you're using. <laughs> Small little, just like, yeah, like semi-solid smoke ball. And throws it to the other side, hopefully sinking it. Can you roll for that? I'll roll for it. I'll roll a d20. <laughs> That's a 19. She absolutely fucking sinks it. Oh my it. god. That's when you get it in one, and then it's, it like spins around and hops into another. You yeah, get a double. yeah. That, <laughs> That's a crit. It almost does that, but it doesn't. But we don't have crits here. This is Savage World. This yeah. isn't Dungeons and Dragons. Okay, well, whatever. Get fucked, Arcos. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just this ping pong ball is like a third of the side of my fingernail. It's it's hard to manipulate. <clears throat> yeah, you gotta have a discerning eye with your aim. Can I try it? <laughs> I yeah. know we've gotta save the world, but I really want to see how I do it. We're still pong. waiting for Craig and Julian. Okay, it's fine. Yeah, you're so right. Okay. Winnie's just what? sweating as she's counting the minutes she could have left. Are later. we gonna like IRL the? Thirty minutes in between when Winnie arrives and Craig gets here. <laughs> no, I just want to know if Arcos fucks up. Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah. What do I roll for that? D twenty. Just roll straight D twenty. Beat a nineteen. You can't. Oh my god! I don't think I. We've been playing Sapphire so much. I don't think I have one. I have to digital die that one. It's in the dice bag. There is some instance where a d20 is needed in this game. I just don't remember where. It's just like one super specific instance. All right. That is a nine. <laughs> Let's go. Good Winnie Lord. beats you both. <laughs> Yikes. 
And well. as you guys do that for a while, uh, <laughs> Julian walks up. Hey, what's up? What's up? Not much. I would toss him a, a ping pong ball. Catches it. I don't have a d20. <laughs> <laughs> no one's prepared. Only I, I have a d20. Uh, that's a 15. Oh my so, god. Better than you, Arcos. <laughs> <laughs> Arcos sucks. Makes it in, but doesn't. not with the same flourish that Winnie does. <sighs> so, did everybody have a good day? Yeah. I had some good pastries. Glad to see you're back to yourself, Magnus. Yeah. Yeah, I feel a bit lighter. Is that good? Uh, it feels like I lost a lot of weight all of a sudden. So, kinda. I don't know. I'm sort of in a transitory period from feeling just shocked into sort of getting my bearings. So, trending good, I would say. Okay. Sounds good. Julian, have I ever told you that you make this sort of weird face when you're trying to not tell me something? Oh, I'm not not trying to tell you anything. I just wanted to know if you had anything you wanted to ask. But if you don't have anything you want to ask, that's fine, too. <sighs> okay, well, since we're both highly intelligent wizards, let's just not beat around the bush. Did you have a fun time visiting those older ladies? Older? Interesting. <laughs> yes, yes, I did. Okay. And were they anyone in particular? Yeah. Okay. I mean, those are my mom's, Magnus. Oh, shit. I suppose they would be. Yeah. yeah. Well, we just hadn't really uh, talked much about your family in a while. Um... Oh, yeah, no, it's fine. And well, and you were looped, so I didn't want to, like, you know, that situation. Ah, uh, that's no excuse. I should have remembered enough to not make an ass of myself at the very least. Well, yeah, how is that going, by the way? The making my ass out of myself part? It's getting worse every the... day. The. No, the. The loop thing. Mm. Well, the easiest way to keep it under wraps is to not use that spell. Uh, it's not exactly a disguise spell as it is a summoning spell, if that makes sense. Yeah, I picked up on that. Right. Um, so, I don't really trust the magic to not give me somebody else that I don't want to be conjured into my body at the moment. I think that there's probably a safe way to go about it that I could figure out, but for the time being, I will just be me. But as long as I don't cast the spell, I shouldn't be turning into anybody unnatural. Okay, well, just give me a heads up next time. I, I obviously didn't expect all that to happen, which is, uh, in hindsight, should have been more on my guard about that. 
It didn't. I mean, it didn't used to happen ever, you know. Okay. Yeah. Like I, I know you've you've talked about the thing and the magic and and that, but are are you okay, Magnus? And would you tell me if you weren't? Well, there's sort of an extra layer to this whole changing into people thing. That's different from my magic getting weaker, but I think one is sort of feeding into the other. Um, <clears throat> I don't think it's anything too terrible to worry about, meaning that I don't think it's, it's putting me in any more danger than I am already. I guess so we're all gathered up now at this point, huh? Yeah. Oh, Craig still hasn't come, but yeah. Uh, I mean, I was going to let that conversation be conversation like separately, if you wanted it to be, but yeah. whatever you want. Magnus like sort of like looks around and just sort of like shakes his head waffling a little bit and basically sa and says You know that I haven't always had these eyes, right? Obviously. Yeah. yeah. Part of that magic binds me to a certain level of secrecy about what precisely it is, but that doesn't mean I necessarily have to keep it. So secret as I have been. The ritual to grant me the sight, gesturing to his eyes, and some other magical abilities was a sacrificial spell that connected me directly, in some senses, with Jorgen. Because it was a facsimile of the great sacrifice that he made of himself when he supposedly first ascended to divinity. Well, no magic is free of consequences. Part of that deal was that I would cease to be a strictly speaking normal mortal person. I became maybe a champion of Jorgen is the right way to say it. A vessel or maybe just a piece of the great god himself. Jorgen is a god of energy, but what is energy without people to record its movements and how it interacts with the world. He, in a very real sense, is the god of energy and the god of all things that use energy to do something in the world. And so he's also sort of a god of stories. And for a lot of his divine workings, it's through stories that he really has his greatest impact on the world. By tapping into that, I've sort of made myself a piece of that story. And the end game of that, to get to the point, is in a magical sense. When I die, I don't know if I'll properly die and just be remembered for who I was, or if I'll become like Luft, a sort of imprint stuck and folded into the pages of time held in a sort of shallow stasis of what I used to be. It's that half-life that sort of scares me. 
when I think about fate, that's what I think about is being doomed and having my story written for me and leading down to that path of sort of just fading into the cultural memory of Jorgen and so on and so on. Uh, well, that's not, I mean, that's a lot. I'm not expecting anybody to fix that. I don't think it's really a thing that needs fixing, to be honest. It's not something that you have to go through alone, though, Agnes. I know you're always looking after me, but it doesn't mean I can't look after you, too. Especially if you're going to die and join a storybook and got to figure out how to run your fucking tower all on my own. Well, you said that you wanted to explore the world and all the planes beside it. I wouldn't ask you to look over the tower in perpetuity. But we don't need to be making end-of-life decisions, okay? There is a vast horizon between here and me diving into my grave. Yeah. And uh, around the time you say that is uh, when Craig walks up covered in uh, a fine sort of grayish powder. Well, you look fit for the fryer. I could serve you up with a side of chips and some green beans and you'd be right as rain. <laughs> yeah, I... um. Yeah, I went to, there's this uh, stonemason guy. I just did some stone carving. Some stone carving? Yep. What'd you make? Uh, runes, I guess. Oh. And a pillar, yeah. Fun stuff, I know. Just, uh, Yep. So, Olfair? I, uh, yeah, unless anyone else has any more business to be done. It's like, sorry, keeps patting himself. It's mostly rubbed off, but there's still quite a bit of dust that he's just, like, trying can, to get off. Can Magnus cast, uh, like, control elements to just, like, get all of the dirt and dust off of him? Yeah, sure. You don't, you don't have to even roll for that. Um, Magnus reaches out his hand and he's about to cast a spell and then Magnus sort of like recoils and tilts his head for a second and says um if you're fine with it I could uh which I can just is it okay if I oh um yeah yeah and then thank you for asking Magnus just like swipes his hand down and like all of the dirt at once just like onto the ground off his clothes Cool. When we get back, I'd love to see the runes you carved. Yeah, just, uh, sure. Yeah, I can show you. When we get back. Excellent. And you all begin walking out of the city, down in the direction of the town of Aranox, where a gateway that you are intimately familiar with, Winnie, lies dormant, waiting to be awoken. The single touch, one of the guardians. 
whose spell keeps it safe from those who might abuse this passageway. And as you place your hand out on what looks to be an ordinary sort of an archway made of trees woven to a thicket, these branches begin to pull back and a veil of a pearlescent opal shimmery like water almost glows ever so slightly the soft thrum when you take one deep breath and you walk through and I presume the rest of you follow behind And as you do, you find yourself in a fantastical, bright, and sunny, warm world. As you are in the area controlled by the autumnal corpse. Hello, everyone. It's currently Wednesday, February 7th. We've just released season four episode... What episode is this? 31? Episode 31. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you enjoy whatever episode you're on right now, if you're catching up or if you're on a previous season or whatnot. Um, Yeah, sorry I haven't been updating as much on the mid-roll announcements recently or the post-roll announcements, I guess. Um... Just busy with um, life stuff and other projects and um, that sort of thing. But uh, yeah, I think I'm just going to keep them a little more sparse from now on. Don't expect them every episode, but um, most episodes, maybe every other episode. I don't know. Uh, sometimes I just don't have the the time or resources to do it in a timely fashion. Um, but anyway, if I, if I have something really important to update you about, I will do so. Um, and yeah, thank you to Arcane Anthems for providing our season four theme song. Um, if you want to check out his Patreon, go to patreon.com slash arcane anthems. You can find us on our socials on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram at Guildfellows. Amelia's still making a little graphic every week to make a little grid thing for everyone to enjoy. Um, and yeah, I highly recommend going to do that. We want to shout out our Red Circle subs. So we want to say thank you this week to Alice, our Red Circle subscriber. We love you so much and you make our hearts full. If you feel so inclined, you can give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Helps the show grow and be seen by more people like you. We should be having um, a new episode come out next week. Um, we have some life stuff going on right now, which when aren't we having life stuff go on? Um, but just be aware we might have a, a sparse next few weeks, but we're, we're gonna finish out the season. I promise you we're, if it extends for a little longer than we anticipate, then that happens. But we have a few episodes left of season four, um, about five or six maybe. And, um, yeah, we fully intend on seeing that through and then doing some wrap ups for the show. Um, I'll keep you updated on those when I need to. Um, but just know that things might be bumpy for the next few weeks. Um, and I apologize for that, but you know, life, life gets in the way sometimes. If you haven't heard, I have a new podcast out with my friend Mel, 
Uh, it's a Kingdom Hearts lore podcast. It's called Shedding Starlight. If you're into the Kingdom Hearts series, um, I recommend you go check it out. And uh, it's on YouTube and anywhere you find your podcasts. So yeah, that'll be it. Hopefully we'll have um, an episode out for you guys next week. We'll see. Uh, if not, don't fret. We're not going anywhere. We're just kind of stalled. We're really invested in ending the story. So um, it will happen. Just uh, maybe not on, on consistent as a schedule as usual. Um, but yeah, that's all I got for you guys today. We love you all so much. Keep your heads up. Stay safe. We love you. See you next time. Bye-bye. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.